you're listening to Good As Hell. Um, I haven't actually got a thing to do this week. I'm your host, John Rutherford. And I'm Rick Hampton. How's it going, mate? Is that... Yeah, good. Is that our intro, is it? Yeah, I can't, I can't be bothered. Oh. No one gives a shit about the fucking, <laughs> like, me... The, <laughs> the review that I was going to rip it off of was going to be from Charlie's Angels 2, Full Throttle, but I couldn't find one that, that I felt... Was a positive review? No, I could find positives, but I couldn't find one that categorised... That I felt categorised us, effectively. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Well, there you go. There you go. go if, you're li- if, if anybody's listening to this, go and have a look at some reviews for Charlie's Angels 2, and you'll get the idea. Yeah. Yep. Um, good. Good week. Yeah. All right. All right. I feel felt like shit all day today, uh, and I can't work out whether it's uh, I'm ill or I'm hungover. You out last night then? Uh, yeah, just for, just for a few beers though, like nothing crazy. Um, but me and Lena went and met a, a sister and um, her sister's husband uh, for brunch, and it's like one of them. It was that you know that prosecco brunch thing that we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they just keep funneling Prosecco down your face until you can't stand up and then we came back here I fell asleep for a couple of hours and then went out for beers so um, yeah done me in how was done the, me in mate uh, let's have a quick uh, let's have a quick Jim and Jenny catch up Jim and Jennifer catch up um, how was uh, <clears throat> yeah. how, how was the DIY last week yeah good we got the radiator on the wall <sighs> thank god uh, yeah I know it's fucking heavy. It's one of those bloody three bar radiator things, like how Victorian do you, I style. I mean, this is the content that people tune in for every week. Is me asking you how you how you connect a radiator? <laughs> Don't you have to have like pipes and stuff? <laughs> well, there's already we're changing an existing radiator, so there's already pipes there. Oh fuck! Sorry. Pipes and stuff. Pipes and stuff. Um, yeah. That uh, so, that's the end of fun. the bottle of whiskey that you brought me for. Um, Oh, the Woodford Reserve. Yeah. There it is. It's all gone. It's all gone, guys. I'm on. I'm on a rum bullion today. Oh, I've got. We're going to have sound issues because the empty bottle is just reverberating on my glass tabletop. All oh, right. <laughs> and a plane's flying overhead, and it sounds like it's about to crash through my building. So. So yeah, went to, went to the pub last night with. Um, caught up with uh, Matt Matt Johns. Nice. And Mark Jones. Good. Two of the, <laughs> the, the two, two of the. Uh, Two people, people that you can't distinguish between. No, I can distinguish between them. It's just that um, I'm assuming that they both went into witness protection around about the same time. <laughs> it's an alphabetical thing. It sounds um, like it sounds like you've made up two people, uh, but you've had to make up two people really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Who's like that? John Williams uh, and William yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, who's that? Oh, it's John we... Rutherford. Who's that? That's Ruth Jonathan. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was quite. It was good fun actually. Good hard yarns, boozing. How they um, doing? Uh, we had um, yeah, they're all right actually. We had um, uh, Mark is in a band called DCO, Dry Clean Only. Yes, shout out. Do uh, weddings and uh, and bar mitzvahs, and um, and one of their bandmates was down. His name's Brian. Have you met Brian? Probably. The I've man, the legend, people. Brian. Brian. Uh, is your house being robbed? No, it's a fucking car alarm going off outside. I think, oh, I think in the flat downstairs. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah, Brian, the man, the legend. Brian, Brian O'Brien. Uh, Brian is the guy that we went to Galway on a stag do with who tried to convince us all that he knew loads of people called Brian O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know 15 Brian O'Briens and I'm related to three of them. That was, uh, we got a big old dose of that last night. Good. Um, do you remember um, Alan Allen, who we went to school with? <laughs> yes. I fucking hate that what? kid. <laughs> Why? I don't know. He was fucking he just, harmless. He wasn't. He used to um, get bags of sh- dog shit out of the... Um, this is potentially libelous, but it did actually happen. He used to get bags of dog shit out of the... Um, <clears throat> Out of the dog shit bin, and he used to tear. Alan, the, Alan. Yeah, yeah, and he used to tear the dog shit, and he used to throw it up in the air. I thought that was that. I thought that was that other kid, the little ginger kid who was a few years below us, who, who we just called shit stick. Oh, actually, that and he used to that, fish it out of the bins with. That shit, with yeah, that shit stick actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Alan, Alan. No, Alan, Alan um, used to try and convince people that his name was Alan Allen. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But do you know what I found out? <laughs> Alan's not his. Alan, not his first name. Alan's real first name. No, Alan is his real first name. It's not his real second name. It's his stepdad's second name, and he took it on when his mum and his stepdad got married. <laughs> uh, why? Why? Why would you do that? I um brought that. Kid I always up, wanted so... to blame his parents, like for giving their kid a stupid name. Yeah, do you know what I mean. But no, he uh, chose it. I feel justified yeah. in my general tormenting of that kid. John, it was bullying. You can use the word bullying. No, it wasn't. It was, I, don't know. I, mean, bully. I genuinely I couldn't pick him out of the lineup. But um, <laughs> he. Uh, well, well, I'm glad. I'm glad it was worth it then. A few years ago, one of my girlfriends said that, um, like, I used to bring up Alan Allen so often. She was like, I was like, I, it was just like a random conversation once, and I went, oh, is this fucking kid called Alan Allen? She went, yes, John, I know that there was a boy at your school called Alan Allen. You bring him up at least twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Alan Allen just getting um, you should, space you in my head You should touch base with him, mate. Yeah, just catch up with him, see how he's doing. Touch base. Um, actually, your mention of um, of the greatest band on earth, DCO. Yep, dry clean only. Right, so house, what house party number are you on now? What was the last one? Uh, was it 10 or 11? I don't know. No, it was 10, I think, wasn't it? I think you need to do a summer house party, house party yeah. 11, and yeah. we're going to call it the Dad Disco. And nice. it's going to be um, only open to um, every basically everybody who's now in a relationship with kids who settle down. Can bring, basically, it's like a wedding, but without anybody getting married. Sounds terrible. But... No, because it's the the why best. Don't you want, why don't you want any single people to come? Because I'm not single anymore. Because you're angry about people being single. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're seething with jealousy. When I when um, JC Jeremy Corbyn takes over <laughs> his socialist regime, single people are going to be sent to the gulags. No, no, single people can obviously gulags. Come. Gulags, yeah. Um, Floral. Yeah, we're going to have more than one gulag. There's going to be a ton of people that need to go up. It's either that or the wall, up against the wall. Mm. And I'm going to blow them away. Um, what was I going to say? No, uh, single people can come. Obviously, number one fan. She's back in our good graces. Jane Kemp. <gasps> Is she? Have you made friends with her? She sent us an email this week, Richard. You fucking what? I am not joking. <laughs> <laughs> what a little legend. Jane said, um, the, the good thing about writing shit questions in is I get a lot of airtime, mm. as this proves. And she sent Clever. us an email. It's our first email. Jane Kemp, number one fan. Dave Hayward, kicked down to number two. Oh, Davey H. Yes, but he has promised, and I haven't, I haven't, well, to be fair, Jane hasn't, hasn't denied that she's coming, but 
uh, I have it on good authority that Dave is going to come to the live episode. Good. So as long as Jane gets there as well, they can continue their battle for the number one spot. I'm thinking we're Are gonna... you free that weekend? Are you coming? I'm coming. I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll tell Charlie. Have you actually? Yeah. Not not figuratively. Not figuratively. <clears throat> I said, oh yeah, there's this thing happening on the 31st. I'm going down to it. Across yeah. to it. She could come. I invited her, but she said she didn't want to. Oh, rude. Yeah. It's just Charlie for you, isn't it? Rude. Oh, um. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so Dad Disco, and we get DCO to... um. DCO yeah. to be King Dads. Yeah. Featuring... There's get... three, three dads in that band. Yeah. And there's only three blokes in it, so... But the but the thing is, everyone, if you because we're gonna have to ticket it because we're gonna have to fucking get a hall or something like you did last time. Mm. But if you buy a ticket, you get to can. nominate a um, song for DCO to play. Amazing. We give them, we give them the we give them the set list the week before. Oh whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> DCO have a set list <laughs> of 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 fifteen songs that they have been doing for the past twelve years. Well, they need to introduce some new blood. That oh lordy! I want. Oh. I'm specifically They're... wanting to play. Um, I'm basically organising a party to make DCO sing. Um, Mark is having an anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Mark is having an anxiety attack right now at the thought of having to learn a new song. They'll be fine. They haven't practiced in probably five years. They can do a sound check. It'll be fine. Do it on the night. <laughs> fine. Good shout though, isn't it? Valerie is a great song. Summer Summer House Party, Valerie. Yeah. yeah, do you know it? As in the one that Winehouse covered? No, that was by the Zootons, and that's the one that Alexa throws up the first time you ask for her to be. If you don't say "Play Valerie" by Steve Winwood, then she plays Valerie by the Zootons. No, Valerie by Steve Winwood is. Um, you s- the you song said that with some chagrin, yeah. as if that's not a reasonable thing for fucking Alexa to do. It's not because no one's heard of the other one. Yes, you have because you remember there was that song "Call on Me" with the advert with the video with the sexy dancers doing gymnastics. Doing the house like, song. Yeah, "Call on Me." That's yeah. the chorus to Valerie, but the song is Valerie, "Call on Me." All right, it's a great song. It's and obviously now that I've spoken about it for for. 13 minutes it's going to be the outro when originally I planned for the outro to be um, ain't nothing ain't looking for nothing but a good time that was going to be the outro this week I think you're going to have to hand over some creative license to me for the outro no the music is all me exactly and that I've got nothing but love we're losing listeners by the day we're not people are giving it giving the outro music the love it deserves can we have Jane Kemp's email please uh, all right, one second. Um, was that it? It was basically it. Um, one second, just pulling it up now. <clears throat> Rick, feel for me. No. Okay. I've already done. <laughs> um, subject. I've line. already done my impression, my Irish impression of Brian O'Brien. Brian O'Brien. Deadly, deadly, deadly day. I know so many boys called Brian. Um, Brian O'Brien. Jane Kemp. From Jane Kemp to oh, yeah, uh, Good as Hell Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, subject line alright you bellends <laughs> hello just an email from your number one fan episodes one to four to say hello <laughs> now you finally have an email congratulations you've made it boys from Jane with the shit questions oh, so, yeah. what a little ledge what a little ledge I'd like to get her on do you reckon she'll come on she'll definitely come on why wouldn't she don't know she can be about, a bit, about, bit shy about those kind of things. 
We'll see. We'll give it a go. Cool. Um, I'll drop her an email. Question number one this week coming in um, from me. Um, I um, interviewed a man who had taken his wife's name when he got married. So his name, imagine it was me. His name would be John Rutherford Riches. What so should, double barrel. Double barrel. By the way, that's you. fucking, that's boss. You should have done that. Okay. What should the punishment be? <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's punishment enough. It is an advert to the world that you have been emasculated. I think it's just like, it's too much. <laughs> a lot of people at work were really on board with this. And often at my work, what? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. But that when we were having this conversation and someone said, no, I think it's nice. I think it shows he really loves her. And I just went, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Rutherford Riches. That's, that's boss. Charlie should have taken Riches. You sound like a rapper. Also, also, uh, I mean, you know, it's probably not worth clarifying because a, no one's listening, and b, anyone who is listening, no one's listening. understands understands who we are. That yeah. um, you know, I don't, I don't care who takes whose name. That's absolutely up to the couple. That's fine. Um, double barreling is not for me. Not for me. It's not for me. I think. Um, I mean, if you don't want to, Johnny take... Riches. No, that would be too much. That would be me taking Charlie's name. <laughs> Johnny Riches. Get yourself some fucking gold teeth. I'm going to get some gold teeth, by the way. Are you, are you definitely getting the gold teeth? I'm going to get some gold teeth. Lenny said I have to wait until one falls out. Do <laughs> just smash you in the mouth? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She hasn't thought that one through. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in and you're just all gold teeth. <laughs> A little pot of, of, of broken teeth in the corner of the room. You'd look even more like a um, Turkish pirate than you do now. Thank you. Mm. Appreciate look. that. It's all right, mate. I once I once went into a uh, <laughs> into a kebab shop, um, and a guy from Afghanistan mm. came out of the back kitchen. Was called called through by the guy who was working on the till come to come out to to come out and look at my mustache. Uh, and he said, "And he said, oh, in Afghanistan, only very dangerous men have their mustache like that." And I was like, "Same here, mate. Yeah. Same here." Yeah, definitely, definitely in Bristol. <laughs> he was like, I, "I didn't get any food for free though, uh, which annoyed me." No, so, yeah. should have just taken it. He obviously didn't think I was that dangerous. No. Um, did you see about Elton John um, storming off stage after a fan um, tried to touch him as he sung? No. So yeah, basically he's he's doing like a, a really long. Um, actually, I don't know if this was. Well, he is going to be doing his final tour, which is going to last him like three and a half years. No. Um, but uh, he's he's got a residency in Las Vegas, and like he invites someone up on stage, and they're going to sing. I think it's um, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, and the guy. Okay. Um, like leans over and tries to touch him in the keyboard and he just went fucking mental, stormed off stage, told everyone to fuck touch off. Touch him in the keyboard? Touch him and the keyboard. <laughs> right. One hand on each or... And, and then he was like, euphemism. right, this is a brilliant quote. No more coming on stage during Saturday night. You fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh so begs the question, of course, Rick, What's the worst your your nan's ever gone um, lost her mind angry at someone? Mate, my nan is so stoic; it is unbelievable. She has the patience of a saint. 
I think she told off my my granddad when he was in a nursing home for chatting up other ladies. Uh, that's that's about as angry as she's ever got. I think. That's a bit. Your your nan must have gone. She was my nan was um, a perfectly round. May she rest in peace. Up in heaven right now. Ellen Hayes, lovely lady. Um, she what a dream uh, boat. she. Uh, didn't you shit in her back garden once? No, I, no, never in nannies. In my, only in my own. Um, she once uh, she she had a fiery temper. She was a tiny, she was about four foot ten Irish lady. Yeah. She obviously had an English accent because the the uh, the Irish accent had burnt out when she was young. Um, and she was uh, she was quite like she had quite a temper on her, but she's a lovely lady. Um, I used to like it when you'd be at a wedding set reception and she'd get pissed up on the. Um, white wine spritzers <laughs> and I remember her once leaning across at a table um, to me and going wouldn't hurt them to put out a few fucking sausage rolls <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, pretty good as well though if that's the angriest she ever got she got she got angry at, um, she got angry at government I think I, I always think that I got my politics from my grandfather but Randomly shouting abuse at um, politicians on television definitely came from um, my grandmother, um, and she uh, she didn't like Arsene Wenger. She had no time for Wenger because he's shit. Because he's shit. Because he's a cunt. She hates him because he's lost his touch. She's an Arsenal fan though, which was one point against definitely. But I let her. I let her. You know, I kept quiet. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let her off. So yeah, I, I can't really remember her. Oh, I once she once caught me letting down her tires when I was about nine. <laughs> why, you, why were you doing that? I don't know because I was a <laughs> fucking idiot. Um, but definitely, were, the, Theo makes more you and were more a sense. Knob when we were young. Yeah, more, the more I go, like the more I like think about my behaviour as a child. I was saying to Charlie, I was never as bad as Theo when I was a kid, but. <laughs> just thought about it then. I was like, did definitely just randomly let down my nanny's tires once for no reason. <laughs> you you held the uh, the school record um, for uh, time it t- time taken to get kicked out of a classroom. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Like, I, I do you remember that or not? Because I don't think I'm a, I was a particularly <laughs> naughty kid. You were you you just you were you were all mouth and no trousers. I don't think teachers ever thought you were gonna gonna you know fucking throw stuff at them or start a fight. But you were you were comedy lippy. I think I was all yeah. You were class, and class. I think I wind people up as well. And I think I just yeah. wound some people. You up. went. You'd wound up that geography teacher. She had a nervous breakdown. She had a nervous breakdown. Yeah. She was, so you wound her up to the point of literal. You know, nervous breakdown, and then we were stood outside. She was the only teacher in the whole fucking school who made us line up outside the classroom door, uh, and we st- so she'd already had a fucking up to her eyeballs with you, and uh, you took a napkin out of your pocket. Uh, I don't know why you had a napkin. You were fucking old beyond your years. You tied a tiny knot in the corner of each of the four corners of the napkin, and you put it on your head like a kind of overweight Victorian sunbather. <laughs> and uh, you took two steps inside the classroom, and she was like, "John, get out!" And you spun on your heel and walked out again. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it was shortly after that that she she left the school. <laughs> shortly after that, she had to go and live in a bin. Um, well, you know, she should have thought, shouldn't she? It was a sc- it was the it was a straw that broke the camel's back. I feel though, because that is that is not, you know, that is not a uh, a classroom ejection level offence. No, 
but you'd 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 literally almost made her go mad. So, um, so I think you probably deserved it. Do you want to hear my update on my um, attempts to buy weed from um, yes. the place near me? Yes, please. Um, I've walked past it two more times. Still haven't bought any weed from there. Um, one time there was a queue of people. <laughs> All buying weed. <laughs> I assume so. Um, and when I walked past today, um, it was closed. So. All right. Well, it's Sunday. It's, it's just got, not happening even for dealer, me, Rich. Even dealers have got to have a day off, mate. It's a fucking shop. Do you want me to post you some weed? No, I want I want to be able to buy my own weed <laughs> like an adult. Um, so carrying yeah, on the um, yeah, Theo asked cool. Brian. Yeah, Brian with a Y. I found a. Um, do you ever go on the underground, the MMA forum? No, I don't go on MMA. I found forums, the most. I found a ridiculous. It's an incredibly racist forum. Um, it's oh. an absolute fucking nightmare. Um, but I found a, um, a man who, um, told a story about where he, um, threatened to rape another man in a restaurant, um, because the man had bumped into his wife. Wow. So that, that's the kind of things that I'm I'm not even going to bother to read. I was going to read it out to you, but I kind of be fucked. Like, it's just horrendous. Like these people need to be, it's obviously in America. These people need to be shot out of a cannon directly into the sun. Wow. Did he did he rape said man? No, he just he said it just came out. He just threatened to rape, rape <laughs> just him. Just popped out. Yeah, just popped out. He had his fly undone. <laughs> you know, like when you um, like when somebody um, says something racist in a, in a heat in like the heat of the moment, yeah, in, in peak of anger, yeah, and they go and then like when they calm down, they're just like, "That's just not me. I just don't have it in me." Yeah. But he's like that. But he threatened to rape <laughs> another man in a restaurant for bumping in front into of his wife, of people. So. Yeah. Yeah, I say I say retard all the time. Yeah, it's pretty bad, isn't it? I don't know. Like, I think like we could just admit that um, it's not that bad. Like, it, I mean, I wouldn't say it to. I wouldn't want like somebody saying it to. If I had like a kid with Down syndrome or something like that, I wouldn't want people just banding it around willy nilly. Yeah, yeah. But if you're referring to somebody who clearly isn't like mentally handicapped or you know has like learning difficulties or mm. something like that. Mm. It's like if you call your mate who is like a normal fat person, yeah. a fat bastard, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But if you walked up in the street and you shouted that into somebody who weighed you know three hundred pounds his face, yeah, that wouldn't be on. Yeah, why is that? Well, I think it's because because <laughs> you're friends with the person. I mean, I, you know, that's I I describe you as my tall retarded friend. And people know who you are instantly from that description. No, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm one of the smartest people you know, so. Yes, but I only know you and me. No, you know everyone. <laughs> You've got, whenever I describe doing this podcast, I'm like, no, but it's, people will say, but you don't know anyone, John. And I say, yeah, yeah, I know that. But the reason Rick does know a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. only thing he's bringing is a built-in audience. <laughs> and even that's not working because my own fucking mum isn't listening. And my wife hasn't left a review. Charlie's left a review. I know. I know. Just saying. Just saying. It's the beginning of the end. Talking of calling people can you things that they don't. I can hear a little bit in the background, but it's fine. Can you? Last week, people could hear your voice underneath your speaking. Because my microphone was picking up the, um, the my earbuds. Your headphones. <laughs> yeah. That's why you need to wear in-ear ones, mate. I've got in-ear ones. But I only what have are those giant cans that you've got on now then? 
They're the ones for the microphone. I've got two sets of headphones on. All right. So you don't need to wear those. Not really. I just like to. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there was a there was a thread this week from a fella called uh, Eugene Grant at Mr. Eugene Grant on Twitter, mm. saying um, he's a person with dwarfism is what he likes to be referred to as, mm. um, or dwarf. He's happy with dwarf actually, saying. Um, Midget is like a bad word. Don't call people with dwarfism midgets. So, you know. What do you call them? It's all... So, he says... Little fellas. He, he prefers dwarf person. Dwarf or person. person. Yeah, dwarf person or person with dwarfism. In the US, they don't mind little person, but he's not got... A, he doesn't like that because he's like... A little guy. He's like, it's bullshit. It's that like, little fella. It, it, it's like it implies that you know there's like little person and then there's a big person and then there's like a power relationship between the two and he's like I'm just a fucking person like leave me be yeah I mean he is a just fair dues to him did you see that yeah. video I shared with the uh, yeah the dwarf, <laughs> dwarf jumping off the boat yeah we're having like dwarf sensitivity <laughs> training and you're like yeah but watch this <laughs> <laughs> mate I fucking I laughed so hard Lena was like what what are you laughing at and I showed it to her she didn't really find that funny did you um, <clears throat> do you ever watch like uh, videos from like um, UK prisons there's a um, little dwarf fella um, <laughs> on um, well, if they don't like the... right? <laughs> if they don't like being fella. Cool... <laughs> little dwarf fella yeah, hey, I think they'd be all right with that. Yeah, um, you do this. You do this. If you're talking about, if you're talking about, uh, if you're talking about anything that could be construed as like, you know, when you when you talk about uh, people of color, you say uh, it was a black fella. Yeah. Uh, when you talk about dwarfs, you say a little dwarf fella. Little dwarf fella. Yeah. What is that, is that bad? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you do it. I never heard you like... use the word fella at any other time. Like I've got, I've got a mate at um, <coughs> jujitsu, fella oh, called Al. Yeah, jits. Yeah, yeah. Um, who is a um, like a African fella, mm. but he's from Ireland and he's got a thick Irish accent. Mm. So he's Irish, obviously, mm. but he's a black fella. And um, <laughs> I refer to him as my black Irish mate. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. This yeah. Is the, I think it's the... I'm just trying to the, cut through the gut. I think yeah? it's appending the word fella onto it so everyone knows that you're really cool with it. It's totally cool. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm cool with people's colours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rob says he always ends up calling, um, if he has like Middle Eastern cab drivers, he always ends up calling mm. them my friend. My friend. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, my friend. He says he doesn't yeah, do no, it if they're white. So why is he doing that? that? That's the holdover from um, talking to kebab shop workers. <laughs> yeah, and chili sauce on that, my friend. Chili sauce, boss. Yes. Yeah, I call my boss at work <clears throat> boss because I used to work with um, a fella called Sean, mm. and uh, he he's from Pakistan, and he would call our boss at that company that we worked for boss, and he'd come <laughs> in and be like, "Hello, boss," <laughs> and uh, that now every boss I've had subsequently I've referred to as boss. <laughs> How do they take it? I think he's great. They love it. Well, they like, Julie's like, why do you call me boss? Because you are my boss. Yeah, because you're my boss. It's a sign of respect. So anyway, don't call little dwarf fellas midgets. (laughs) Or little fellas. Little fellas is quite nice, actually. I think that's... It's kind of like, 
No, because I think there you could be referring to a child, a little dwarf fella. Yeah. Or Paddington Bear. So, <laughs> oh, have you seen, oh, you know, my little fella. Yeah. Oh, your son? No, no, no my, my little penis. fella. Yeah. Oh, what, your dwarf mate? <laughs> no, my little fella. Oh, what, Paddington Bear? No, <laughs> my... you stepped on my joke three minutes ago. My penis. <laughs> 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 John, you do not call it your little fella. I know that no, for don't sure. Call it my little fella. What do you call it? I don't it? call it anything. No. CMBs, my Clint Balcoms. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Clint Balcom is a fella, normal size fella, um, <laughs> that I met one time in Boston. Is he white? Eighteen years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Clint I didn't call Balcom. him a black fella, did I? His name is Clint Balcom. Yeah, you referred to him as a uh, fella, though, so I thought he can't be white. Okay, everyone's a fella. Um, and, uh, yeah, and subsequently, that's just morphed into my head as CMBs. Yeah. Someone said CMBs, like, ten years later, and it became Clint Balcombs. I like CMBs. Hey, shout out to Clint. Um, <laughs> do you know what I found out this week that was that is phenomenal and has absolutely blown me away? Talk to me. Um, the website for the 1999 Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan rom-com, You've Got Mail, A, still exists, <laughs> and B, has a user-submitted um, ASCII art gallery. Oh, okay. And uh, it's fucking amazing. There's like a picture of Homer Simpson in it. There's a picture of Tom Hanks in it. Great. It's Why is, like... Why is it a thing? But then someone else told me that the website for Space Jam still exists. Oh, really? Yeah, why? Are they going to try? Who's... They're talking about trying to remake that, weren't they? What with LeBron? With Le, Le, LeBun, yeah. And that's um, the big someone fella. on Twitter was saying that uh, their mate um, refers to LeBron as Le Shit, and um, it's the worst. Awful. Yeah, it's the worst. Like taking the piss <laughs> out of someone's name that he's ever heard and it's so bad that it's just like canonically the best thing he's ever best example that he can think of because yeah. you could call him like Le Bum yeah yeah yeah. and in America that would make perfect sense as well because you know Bum means someone who's not very good yeah so yeah oh good you've been keeping up with the basketball um I saw that um Kyrie Irving made a um free throw against the that he was trying uh, to miss yeah yeah. And he was livid, and then he went back to the line. So, so they went. Right, so the possession changed again, and they ended up getting mm. the ball back. And he ended up getting fouled again. And he went to the to the line again, mi- mm. made the first one, and tried to miss the second one, and yeah, missed and made the, the back. Sec- no, no, no. That was the first time, and then it happened again. Oh, what? And then he just and, then, and he missed the rim and just hit backboard, and so it was a turnover because you got to at least hit the rim on oh. the free throw. So he fucked it twice. I also saw um, James Harden cross up somebody so badly that that person's <laughs> had, now had retired. Had to have a little from, sit down. <laughs> that person's retired from Barton. It wasn't just the crossover. It was that he just <clears throat> stared at him for what felt like a five count. Yeah, it was so long. And then long. took the shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so long. It was amazing. I was surprised they didn't tee him up for that. They started kind of giving people technicals for staring down and stuff. What for like if you do something? That's yeah. Why do they do that in American sports? Because they do that in um, but in uh, American football, that if you like smash someone and then you like celebrate over them, you get like unsportsmanly conduct. Yeah, but that's bullshit. It never used to be like that, but yeah. 
you should be able to do what you want. Yeah, yeah. I think there's um, so for a, for for quite a while they cut out any kind of celebrating, any kind of shouting, all that kind of stuff. Mm. When you get fouled, if you shout, then you used to you know you were getting fouls called against you and stuff. Um, and then they changed it so you were allowed to have a, and I think the word in is actually a reasonable emotional response. Um, and it's like, well, what's what's reasonable to who? You know America's I mean? such a like ridiculously like Puritan. But that was state. better. That was better than how it was. And then they, yeah. and then you know, so people could kind of you could get away with screaming after you dunked it or shouting you it think, out after you blocked uh, someone. A, but this is a good question. Do you think it's um, the um, institutional racism of America that they don't want to see black people? They want black people to behave in a way that they that they find socially acceptable. They don't want black people to, for example, like, like do you, do you like Cam, uh, Cam Newton when uh, he was going through his Super Bowl season? We didn't win the Super Bowl, but he got to the final. Yeah. And because he would like celebrate and stuff like that and do like dances and things like that, people were up in arms about how disrespectful he was and things like that. Yeah. When in fact he was yeah. just celebrating in a game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do, yeah do you think it's a race I, thing? Uh, maybe. I don't. I, I don't know whether I'd read that much into it. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's the driver behind the powers that be trying to cut that stuff out. There might be a. Whenever it, you're talking about anything in America, the first thing you have to say is it is it is definitely a race thing. Like even fine. if it's not like even if you don't but, think it's a race thing, it is definitely a race thing because America obviously has America's problem with race is our problem with class. Like if you um, the people not liking people like ten years ago, people not liking people wearing Burberry. Yeah, is yeah. then yeah. like the, the person who runs Burberry coming out saying like we don't want these people wearing Burberry is the exact same reaction that um, Chris Dow had when they were being associated with rappers and the guy came out and went we don't want them drinking Chris Dow so Jay Z started his own champagne brand and, and so, now all the rappers well, have yeah, boycotted they, it yeah yeah they, well they kicked but, he he boycotted it because he was like they're racist so yeah 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 but no I think I, I mean. You know, may, yeah, maybe, but um, I think it's more about like it, it was, it was, there was an image problem with the sport. It was deemed, and uh, and like they didn't, the NBA didn't want to be a kind of, it wanted to be a wholesome family show for everyone yeah. to enjoy. It didn't want to be some kind of like violent, aggressive, bad role model, you know, thing. So that was that was kind and, of and, and that, making a loud noise if you got fouled would be. Yeah, but yeah, but where does it stop? You know, like if you get a really big, if you dunk, you know, dunk over someone and they fall down, and when you just stand over and scream at them, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, be amazing. I watch that every day of the week. Yeah, Yeah, you would, but you might know if they were all doing it and your kid was emulating it, you might not want your kid to watch it. Um, Yeah, I think that is one of the problems with um, sport in general. Is like uh, you see it in the Premier League with how people talk to referees, and you see that on the. you see that in the amateur game as well, yeah. and see it that in kids' games is like kids mouth off to referees. Yeah, it's um, ridiculous. They, see it. they could they could end that in a season. They could end that in one season. Just yeah. cha- just change the rules. Just change the yeah, rules. So if you just if fucking you mouth yellow off card once, everybody yeah. who mouths off everybody, to the ref, yeah. and like it 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 doesn't matter. Like it'll take it'll take one weekend of Premier League games for everyone to realise they can't do that anymore. The fucking rugby fans though, they always do that. Yeah, look at how our players talk to referees, and yeah. I'm like. Yeah, but you're all cunts, so. <laughs> I think that's a fairly valid point, isn't it? Yeah. You don't have to, and like, are... and like, you know, it's the same in basketball. Like, you're allowed, like, you're allowed a reasonable level of interaction with the ref, and if you're speaking to him respectfully, 
um, then you can chat to him a fair amount and you you know kind of make your case if you will but you can't fucking start swearing at him and stuff okay it's just ridiculous Good. isn't it I hate seeing those football those football kind of clips where you know you can't hear what the person's saying but it's obvious they're shouting fuck off you cunt in, yeah, into the face of the yeah. referee yeah I don't think it's on really. Yeah. It's Talking bollocks. of um so obviously in my oh, in my non I, I sense a segue. In my non contact sports I like physical I like bad guys behaving badly. Yeah. But in, in my combat sports I like nice guys. <laughs> you want everyone to behave um, like a gent. It, yeah, yeah. It was Battle of the Gents last night in um the UFC. Oh um, do you know do you know Frankie Edgar? No. Okay, well, we're not going to talk about it. But basically, there was a guy... <laughs> do you know who Brian Ortega is? Yes. Brian Ortega knocked out Frankie Edgar, first person ever to finish Frankie Edgar. Wow. Um, and he's basically going to get a title shot now. How was it? But what then a me... What, what, what um, division? It, they're in featherweight. Okay. So McGregor's old division. Yeah. So Max he, Holloway... He's, he's been told to... He's having to give out the belt, hasn't he? McGregor? Uh, no, I don't think he will quite yet. There's some sort of... I'm in an ring around. So the Khabib, um, Tony Ferguson fight that's coming up in a couple of weeks. So what's the what's the next UFC coming up? Number two, two two three. So uh, I saw a thing where Dana White was saying at two two five uh, they were going to have a title fight and not an interim title fight. No, that's that's fight. that's two two three. That's the I think that's two two three. That's the next. Yeah, it's in no, it's in April. I think. Um, anyway, whenever Khabib and uh, Ferguson are fighting, is a um, is a title fight. Yeah. It's an interim title fight because uh, well, actually, I don't, no, no, no one really knows whether it's interim or whether it's for the championship. Mate, I'm or telling what. you, White has said it's but not going to be stripped, interim. They've not stripped McGregor. And did you well, he McGregor, will, at that point, he will be stripped, won't he? So Holloway was going to fight. Max Holloway was going to fight um, Frankie Edgar for the uh, championship last night, but he got injured and had to drop out. Mm. And McGregor asked if he could fight Frankie Edgar. And they, because Frankie Edgar's the only person really from his time in featherweight that he never fought, that he should have fought. Mm. And, um, yeah, and yeah, the UFC they... turned around and said, no, said, uh, we can't, Why? we can't, um, we can't market the fight in enough time. And also they're thinking that's a, you know, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a McGregor fight. But they, say if McGregor only fights once this year, we want to be able to pump tons of marketing into it so we can get you know maybe two million pay per view buys. But if it's four weeks out, it's not going to be long enough to. So March the third, two thousand and eighteen, Dana White says UFC two two three winner will get Conor McGregor's title belt. Oh really? Yeah. So that was from last night then. Yeah. Well, he can't he can't fucking hold on to it indefinitely and not fight, can he? I mean, it, for him, it actually doesn't matter because he is the belt. Like he gets, um, he his his fight. Whoever he fights is a title fight. So he fought Nate Diaz twice without a title on the line, and they're two of the biggest fights in UFC history, yeah. just in terms of pure numbers. So yeah, they can strip him. He comes back first fight and fights for the title. It, it's but it's not. I don't I don't agree. He's taken just over a year off, um, and he's fought in that time. He fought outside of the UFC but he has fought in that time with the UFC's blessing and made the UFC a ton of money mm. I think like I think he is a he's like a, a he's not a great anyone else I'd be like yeah just strip him he's taking too long to, to bother to fight there's no injuries or anything like that that's holding him up mm. um, 
but I think he's a, a separate case. And um, I don't think it really matters whether you strip him or not. I would just err on the side of not stripping him. But what the UFC did with um, his featherweight belt, he'd just um, just become the champion, two division champion, and they stripped him on his featherweight belt. Oh. And I think it's I think it's all too soon. Anyway, what I was going to say is Brian Ortega, who won last night, who's going to get the next featherweight championship shot. Yeah, super nice guy. Doesn't get on the <laughs> mic and call out Max Holloway, anything like that. Gets on the mic and says. You know, I want to help people. I'm setting up a scholarship for um, it's going to the Brian Ortega Foundation. It's going to be a scholarship. You know, if you want to help out, blah 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 blah. Is he the, is he the guy, guy. Who, who fought a uh, guy with Down syndrome? No, that was um, Diego Sanchez, I think. Uh, okay. I enjoyed and that. Got beaten. Great fight. That was nice. Yeah, they're mates. Are they? Yeah, they train together. They train at the same gym. Oh, okay. Not Brian Ortega, sorry, the Down syndrome fella and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Diego Sanchez, yeah. He's one of his training partners. Huh. Um, so yeah, Brian Ortega, nice guy. Um, Good. Would you like uh, to roll around on the mat with him? No, if, if, if he's a, he's unbelievably good at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Would he eat you Do for you, breakfast? Would he tie you, you up his... like a pretzel? Oh, 100%. 100%. He's um to his story, which the UFC's fucked up and hasn't bothered to really explain to people. His story is phenomenal. So he comes from like he's Mexican American, comes from like real working class roots um in LA. Um his dad gets him into jujitsu as like a thing. Mm. Um poor like comes from, you know, working class can't really afford it, but pays for a year up front so that his son definitely gets it. And um, after his year, his dad's like, I'm really sorry, Brian, but I can't afford it anymore. And so Henna Gracie, who runs, you know, you probably know Henna, he's like one of the like more famous Gracie yeah, yeah. Um, kids, um, like goes and sees his dad and is like, why is Brian not turning up anymore? Yeah. And he's like, I can't afford it. And he's like, don't worry about it. I'll pay for it. And uh, oh, nice. like gives him a free, gives him a free ride. He's like in and out of trouble, like kicked out of school, um, uh, like, problems with the police like his friends getting you know in a gang his friends are getting killed mm. and um is was jujitsu which kept him on the straight and narrow and he was like to pay like he became like the kids teacher and stuff like that he still teaches at the Gracie academy in um well it's not in torrance anymore they've moved location but he's still like a teacher there all oh, right it's like it's his way of paying back super good guy everyone should read up about brian ortega and also He's not bad on the eyes. Just saying. <laughs> Very handsome man. Are you a big fan? He's one of my favourites. It sounds like you would like him to fold you up like a pretzel. Teach me, te- teach me how to be brilliant. He's really good at um, guillotines. Fold and, you in half um, like a deck chair. Anaconda chokes. Yeah, he, he, he'd <laughs> fuck me up. Um, Rick, I've got a, another question for you. I think you're going to enjoy this one. Um, I had to um, manually drain. I had to manually drain a washing machine at midnight the other day. Um, why? Why do we bother going on? Wouldn't it be more painless to simply walk into the sea? <laughs> that's is, that's one of your questions, is it? Is that's it you're just questions. asking that to me. <laughs> yeah. I think I think uh, I think it would be easier to walk into the sea, John. Oh fucking hell, you, no! You go first. Honestly. Well, the um, yeah, see how it is. You tell me how it is. You come back and tell me if it's yeah. as cold as it looks. Um, I'll be right in, right in behind you, buddy. The it, it was one of the most masculine things I've ever done, which is take apart a washing machine to work out um, why the pump's not working. Yeah. Um, at, like uh, you know, 
The washing machine. The washing machine, yeah, like clean up, like drain it, manually drain it, clean out the filters, like fiddle around. Did it work what again? It was, it, yeah, it works fine now because Charlie had got a date pip stuck in the pump, so it couldn't. A the date motor, pip. Pip, yeah. <laughs> a date pip. Yeah. This might be the. No, I think this might be the most middle class story I've ever heard in my life. I think this might be grounds for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I was livid, honestly. I was so pissed off. I was so tired and I was really pissed off and I just put it on the um, counter. <laughs> With a passive-aggressive post-it note. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Just that was the most passive-aggressive move was just to leave it there. And anyway, when I came up to bed, she went, she woke up and she went, because she's asleep, obviously, you know, she's asleep. So you she woke doesn't have to worry up. about this. Yeah, fine. No, she was, she woke up, rolled over and went, oh, is it all fixed now? And I went, yeah. She went, oh, what was wrong with it? On your fucking date, Pip. <laughs> She apologise? No, don't worry. Charlie is the Margaret Thatcher of um, <laughs> of wives. My life, yeah, of wives. Her her mentality is never explain, never apologise. <laughs> well, she's doing all right so far, isn't she? She is. She's doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, did you hear about the guy that injected his dick with stem cells to try and make it bigger? No. This is following. So we've got a regular section, which is dick talk. We need to get you need to make a, a dick a talk thirty section. second long. You know, like um, on um, Real Ass Podcast. Yeah. Or was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the rap at the beginning. Oh no, that's awful. Um, that's that's Legion of Skanks, isn't it? No, no. There's a rap at the beginning of Real Ass Podcast as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, or just like, or just like when um, Lewis decides that somebody is a real ass dude. Yeah. Um, can you um, can you make a, a rap like that just 30 seconds um, saying that we're going to break down what's going on the in big the world dick of news. dicks yeah yeah big dick news is that what we call it big dick news segment big dick news yeah it might not be big dick news it's just well, it's big, it might news, be big news it? though so it works both ways yeah, it's, it's big dick yeah. news and yeah, big I get it. dick I get news it. Yeah. that's clever that's clever yeah. I like it um, yeah, so they get his stem cells straight into his dick. Now, as far as I'm aware, there isn't any real, like... I'm pretty sure the stem cells are going to give everyone cancer. There's no, like, long-term analysis <laughs> on the side effects no. of stem cells. There might be... I always think of that episode of Family Guy, though, where... Is it Family Guy? Where what, Peter, when like, he has the stroke. it onto his face, and he's like, why aren't we funding this? <laughs> it's like, works perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. That way, isn't that where he has the stroke, and he's like... Walking down yeah, the Mc, stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gets his arm caught in the car door. <laughs> that is pretty good. Um, um, but yeah, I don't know. Is it not? Are they not? Is it not going to save the world? Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon. So. I saw. I saw a. Uh, I think a thing online um, for a company. Uh, I don't think they were crowdfunding. I don't think they were crowdfunding. But anyway, they were. They were um, manufacturing. They called it like super blood or something like that, and it sure. was like blood, sure. blood that had been treated with uh, uh, with all sorts of um, different kind of hormones and chemicals and stuff like that. Uh, and they were proposing to, you know, do do an assessment of your current system, decide what it is you're lacking and what you need, create personal blood. replacement blood for you, uh, and then slowly drip drip feed it into your system. Nice. And I just thought, this is how the zombie apocalypse starts. 100%. Or vampires. At least vampires. At least vampires. We'll all get some weird anemia. 
Yeah, need to drink blood. They've made yeah. that film so many times. That's basically what I Am Legend is. Um, yeah. Not the film. That, the, the film is shit. The, the book shit is good, film. though. Yeah. yeah, the book is well good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently I stem cells give you a super completely missed the entire point, though, didn't they? Oh, in, yeah, in, in the book. Have you read the In book? the film. They should have called it something else, because the entire point of the book was he became the monster. Yeah, he, he was, was the, monster. the monster. Yeah, he was the thing that everyone was scared of. So, he, as in, I am leg- I, he was the legend. Yeah. He's like the boogeyman. He's like the Dracula. How how does that re- how does I am legend make any sense to the film? Well, they went because uh, he's a legend because he's the one that saves them all. Because <laughs> he's a fucking legend because he's Will Smith. <laughs> he's all right. Fun. Yeah. That, do you know at the at the end the um, random Hispanic woman goes? You know he is oh he's such a boss. He is legend. <laughs> 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 But go uh, on, sorry, sorry, railroaded you there. So anyway, Cancer yeah, this, causing, uh, yeah this fella's just banging it in his dick with um, stem cells, and you know I say, so good luck to him. That's fucking, that's retarded though. They're not, it's not, it's not like growth hormone. Well, actually, I think he had like pretty good, um, I think he had a pretty good result time with it. Yeah, I think. But, pa- but surely that's, surely that was just him injecting a fluid into his dick. No, he was, he was he was injecting stem cells into his dick. Yeah, but my point is, they uh, presumably they weren't. It wasn't just a handful of individual stem cells. It would have been suspended in a some kind of medical f- fluid, some kind of saline solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. surely. So my point is, sh- where about you injected? You just inject it straight down the jap side, you reckon? Well, I don't know. This is what I'm saying, and also I doubt it because that just come out again. But also like. Like what I'm asking is, would the, would the same results happen if you just injected a saline solution? Um, is it just a swelling from the fluid that he's pumping into his dick, or or are fucking these stem cells magically making his dick bigger? We got some questions. We got some questions that need answering. Have you got his number? <laughs> Give him a call. <laughs> we'll get him on next week. Um. I don't think that's what stem cells do. Well, they do. They do. They do help with things like healing. Yeah. So maybe if he was doing that, what was that thing last week but, that we were reading but presumably about? Presumably, his dick's not damaged. Well, no, but you know, if you were like doing that thing that we were talking about, where you stretch your dick out, you know that fellow oh, thought, you, yeah, 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 like that. I think they'd help it heal. So you think he stretches it out and then he stem cells it up? No, he doesn't. He's just healing. injecting it in. He did say that it had... Um, so stem cells do have a like a rejuvenating property, not just in terms of healing, but also in terms of like you'll feel good, like you feeling good. Yes, but that... Yeah, but this is what I mean. There's so you're not saying he was having a diamond car. So, oh, right, okay. But, but like... But, I've but got still, a rock I, I, right I have now, no, so don't have to worry about I it. I have no faith that that, that, that is, was what was making his fucking dick bigger. No, I don't It wasn't that. making his dick grow, come on. I, I don't have to worry about this, so... <clears throat> I'm happy with my tiny penis. So. <laughs> Perfectly comfortable. Um, this one coming in hot off the presses from um, at Ben Kling on um, Twitter. Um, ben Kling? Yeah, Ben Kling. Um, I normally hate lying, but I keep telling this made-up story about how the chimp on in the film Speed Racer was intimidated into submission by John Goodman's yelling and couldn't perform. So to make the chimp feel like an alpha, they had to humiliate Goodman according to the values of the chimp. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just think like I read that the other day and I was like, 
That makes perfect sense to me. You know, you remember you starting a rumour about Pauline Quirk. What, dying in a hand gliding accident? Yeah. Yeah, I started off Charlie Brooker, though. But I did. Um, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. I started off Charlie Brooker. Um, what? Yeah, it was in... Um, John, this is one of the fucking foundations of our friendship. No, and you're didn't. telling me now that you st- fucking stole that off of Charlie Brooker. Yeah, it's just I read it on the thing and I was like, that's a good lie to tell people. I'm going to have that for myself. Um, I... I'm I'm I'm, upset. I'm genuinely a bit upset. If you just drop the coffee cup, yeah. And underneath it says John steals most of his jokes from people <laughs> off of TV and radio. Yes, um, that's exactly what's happened. I told Charlie that um, I love telling lies to Charlie because she's fucking gullible. Like she believes stuff, the hook, line, and sinker. Like I told her once that um, Hyde Park. Um, was used to be called Serpentine Park, and it was named after, um, you know the, you know Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah. Well, Mister Hyde was, you know, as a real person, um, and uh, it, obviously it's not the same as the books, but he was a real person, and he was actually, while he was a bad person, he actually became a <laughs> war hero in World War One, and they um, they named the park after him. She fucking believed that for years. <laughs> Good, good. I like it. That's probably better than the real story. What's the real story? This is called Hyde Park. <laughs> is she, does she know? Is she going to find? Is she finding out on the podcast? No, she, I told her. I just. Oh, told right. her, I once I told her the truth, um, and I once told her that I once sent her to a pretend BBC that made up BBC webpage um, mm. that said that there, we couldn't get out of London because there was a zombie apocalypse happening, and she called her dad <laughs> to ask if it was on the news. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you take such pleasure in lying to your wife? Because it's just so easy. You just say stuff to her and she's like, really? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, nah. She never goes, actually, do you know what? She never goes, nah, you're lying. She always goes, oh, wow. I didn't know. She's clever as well. Yeah, but she's got so many, like, she hasn't got, like, she's clever. She's academic. But she hasn't got, like, a, she doesn't, like, hold facts and retain facts. So, like, you could tell her something one week and then the next week the exact same thing comes up and she wouldn't necessarily if it's not an important thing to her she's not going to retain it as a fact also I don't think she's really listening to me half the time yeah I mean I, I'm really like, so right so we watched the film great film we watched the film Hannah the other day you ever seen the film Hannah uh, I've seen about half we, of it I think then later fell asleep film. great so. film um, yeah. and we've seen that together I've watched that film one time with her yeah. We watched it last night and she said she couldn't remember anything that happened in it. And I was like, it's like you're watching the film again from scratch. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fucking that's, amazing. That's, that's a great skill, isn't, isn't it? it? That's such a good, like, I saw the film once seven years ago <clears throat> yeah. and I can remember every you remember beat of everything that happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, good film. Um, I'll check it out again. Do you want to hear about um, my current favourite conspiracy theory? Go on. Have you heard, ever heard of a fellow called Daniel Morgan? Yes. Murdered police officer. No, private detective murdered. Private detective murdered I've only, by police How have I only just heard? Yeah, well, potentially, yeah, by corrupt police officers and somehow connected to... So the fellow that he ran... So he was a private detective. Yeah. They think he was murdered by his business partner. Um, yes, his business who was an ex-police officer. No, his business partner wasn't an ex-police officer. His business partner was a bailiff. 
His um, uh, but his yeah, uh, his business partner's new business partner is an ex-police officer who investigated his killing, Daniel Morgan's killing. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah. he was super tied into the news of the world phone hacking scandal, so he yes. went to prison yeah. for, like, he was in Leveson and all stuff like that. So they think that the whole yeah. thing was all connected. It's all about corrupt police and the and press practices. Mm. The interesting yeah, thing yeah. is, so there's a podcast on it called Untold. I've yes, just started that's listening how I know to it. About you, it. Have you listened to yeah. it? Yeah, I've yeah, just started listening to it, it today. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a massive fan of the presenter, but uh, I'm not a massive fan of the podcast. Story. Just in terms yeah. of the because it's on Acast and they just randomly throw in for me Dutch adverts. You know, but that's basically <laughs> uh, that's, that's Acast <laughs> advertised. It pissed me off so. I've listened to like five episodes in the last two days, and every you like, listen to it on iTunes. Yeah. 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 Cool. Did, it, did it do that for me as well? Yeah, well, maybe it's just me. Um, anyway, everyone go and listen to Untold. Yeah. Fucking hell of a story. What do you think then? Um, do you think it was him? Well, I definitely... Do you think it was the business partner? Yeah, I think that, like... Um, I think that the police and the... Well, the police now are still corrupt, but they've always been corrupt, but they definitely are corrupt. And mm. um, they were being... Newspapers were all tied into providing, oh, yeah. like, pro- like paying money to policemen, and I think it's just a network of corrupt cops. Do you ever watch um, Line of Duty? No. Watch Line of Duty because it's all about this, basically, about like how corruption. It's not a conspiracy. It's just that corruption is rife, and so people cover yeah. their own backs, and so it appears to be this huge overarching conspiracy when actually it's just that there are a ton of bent cops. Yeah, yeah, but it, it yeah, ties so up with um... there was a. Have you seen the police thing? The kind of one night, you know, a night in the cells of yeah, um, yeah. the program's called, um, and the one on the other day was like this bloke. This bloke had um, paid for a prostitute, and um, and when he came back out, someone someone basically was blackmailing him, and yeah. there was a note left on his on the on his windscreen, and so it's a real it's a documentary as well, uh, and so he went to the police. So it was all like his voice was changed, and he didn't mm. see his face and stuff like that, and he just said someone's trying to blackmail me, um, and they basically had a had to investigate, had a hunt around, and uh, and it turns out it was uh, they 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 arranged for the money to be dropped off at a drop off point, mm. uh, and then monitored the drop off point. No one came to pick it up. They investigated a bit further. And uh, it turns out it was one of the fucking policemen who mm. was who was uh, working on the surveillance team. So he didn't go and pick it up because he knew the fucking police were watching. Yeah. And they like confront him and arrest him in the episode. But how did they find out it was him? I saw the advert for that. <laughs> they um, uh, they were looking. They were um, like I, I don't know. They were tracing records for um, for um, for like computer searches and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Found. Uh, you know, uh, um, IP addresses or whatever for the, in the police station, and then they checked on some of the computers and looked on his phone. And on his phone was a, was a, 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 the last web search was uh, best best crimes to make quick money. <laughs> and I just thought, I thought it, it struck me as bizarre. Like you should you should watch the episode because it's quite it's quite interesting. But part of me thinks there might there might be something deeper going on because apparently he was a detective and very intelligent and very fastidious and good at his job and I just think he would have known that that they would have 
Oh, he said he's he refused to kind of say anything under interview. Mm. There's no comment, no comment, no comment. And then his, and then his, um, uh, his lawyer wrote a letter to the police with his kind of reasoning, his explanation for it all. And the letter basically said, um, "I, I couldn't have." I couldn't have, uh, I can't remember what it said, I, c I couldn't have done something or other because um, uh, because I was on the phone at the time and I was phoning this person. And that was what it said in the letter. Mm -hmm. So obviously, being a police officer and a detective, he must know that they are then going to go and, and check, check his phone yeah. records. Right, and there was no phone records of what he said. He was. He, oh, he said he phoned a drug rehabilitation place because the reason he wanted to uh, blackmail the person was to get money for the prostitute to get her to a drug rehab place. Mm. Um, so he was doing it out of the goodness of his heart or whatever. Um, so they, yeah, they checked his phone records and there was no record of him checking that, uh, making that phone call. But what they did find on his phone was the record of him searching for quick quick and easy crimes to make money. I mean, And I just thought... We, we massively overestimate like the intelligence of our police service because they're not their shit. Like if you... Um, yeah. Not that this is like a... That call, I'm not calling them out. Like leave me alone, please. But um, yeah. they, uh, um, yeah. Um, so it's just like they, if, unless you get caught um, doing the thing, get caught in the act, or you confess either to the police or you tell somebody else and they tell the police, they don't really catch people just doing stuff. No, 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 no. My yeah, but yeah, fine. Right. My point is, he's a fucking police detective who's allegedly good at his job. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, right. he's not like what is what would seem like stupid. They're just stupid. <laughs> like that's the quality of the police force is the but he would have known that they were going to check his phone maybe if he was relying on that as an alibi he knows they would check his phone I think people I would know that yeah I would know that as well I think people are just stupid so I don't know I don't know I don't know I haven't watched this so I can't talk to it but yeah it um, all seems a little bit bizarre we got uh, our work got broken into the week before last, and we had proper CID out with um, the, the forensics out doing fucking fingerprints and stuff like that. Yeah, it was they. Anything? They stole. Anything come of it? They stole no nothing. They stole four laptops and four phones. So all right. But I was just like, isn't it? I mean, it's City of London Police, like they're like desperate for something to do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I was like, isn't this a bit like? I mean, you got something better to do. But you, they robbed us, but you know, they stole four laptops. No one gives the laptops of shit. And how, yeah, how many? How many police officers were down there? Uh, about five. <laughs> and they were all googling how to sell stolen laptops. <laughs> oh, I think we'll leave it there. I think that's enough. Yeah. Good. Anyway, um, have a have a good week. Do do your do the do the follow us rounds at Good as Hell Cast on Twitter. Um, email us Good as Hell Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, remember to rate and review five star rate and review. You know, in fact, if you want a one star rate and review and tell us we're shit, that's equally fine. But we want to get the no, reviews fuck up. Off. You're not allowed to do that. Um, yeah, don't do that as a joke though. Um, John, I'll, John, I'll, John will fucking hunt you down. Yeah, um, search your IP address and. Yeah, find out. Yeah, set your IP address and find see. Find out it was Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> no, look on your phone and see that you've you've searched for how to write bad podcast reviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, and the the party's when the party? 31st? 31st. 31st of March. We're having a big smash up for anyone who's keen. Um, and uh, yeah, as long as you're not a weirdo, you know, you're welcome to as come As long as we know and, you. Uh, no, it is, in fact, yeah. even if we don't know you. We're going to read yeah. out Richard's yeah, address on I mean, the podcast. Yeah, as long as you're not a weirdo. You can come, if we don't know you and you're normal, then you can come. Yeah. So you have to, um, this is what you have to do. You have to follow us on Twitter. You have to do a review. You have to take a photograph mm-hmm. of your review. You have to follow us on mm-hmm. Twitter. And you have to send us a picture of your review so yeah. that I can DM you. If I don't know you, I can DM you uh, Rick's address. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and we're going to be drinking Old Bristolian. I'm so nervous about this. We're going to be drinking Old, Old Bristolian. I found a, I found uh, a place that sells like 20 litre boxes of it. Nice. Fuck. <laughs> You're gonna get a third of the way through that. No, that's that's the challenge is to drink fourteen halves, so seven Ugh. pints. I'll get I'll I'll, I'll buy in a load of half glasses and we'll line them up on a table. Yeah, be good. Yeah, good stuff. All right, and we mate. might record an episode as well. There we no, go. we are. We do that as well. Yeah. All right then, mate. Okay, mate. Have a good one. Too rude, buddy. Mm. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.
Thank you, man.